You're listening to A Playful Podcast, where I talk about everything from the wonders of messy play to stories from my wonderful but messy life. I'm Mariah, and I'm the creator of A Playful Purpose Learning for Littles, and I'm so glad you found me. All right, let's get this party started. Hey everyone, welcome back to A Playful Podcast. It is episode Sweet 16, and today we're talking about something that I actually only learned about a few years ago, imposter syndrome. Before we dive in, let's just do a quick weekly check-in. Nothing too major has been going on lately. Dave is still on the up and up, which has been super helpful in terms of him being able to take on a little bit more of the household obligations and chores and helping with Andrew and all of that. The weather has been improving. We've been trying to get out for a lot more walks. I've been absolutely obsessed with my Nespresso milk frother that I got for my birthday. And I'm just getting really excited about Camp Kinder and registration for you will be opening up at the end of the month and I am just so 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 excited that everyone else is excited. Like I mentioned before, this is such a big project to me and one that just feels like truly a dream two years in the making and to have it all finally coming together is really special. And the funny thing is that this whole Camp Kinder situation is actually the perfect way for me to talk about imposter syndrome because I've never felt it so strongly as I have with this event. And I guess I should start by saying that I basically have two modes in my business. Mode one is I am just feeling super aligned, confident, and pumped about my business and pumped about my path. It is this feeling of like, this is exactly what I'm supposed to be doing. I know my mission. I know I'm helping people. I feel so good about it. I feel so motivated and inspired and excited and ready to keep going and keep pushing and keep learning all of the new things. But that mode can switch at the snap of a finger to the imposter syndrome part of my brain that tells myself that I'm a fraud, that I'm nothing compared to these other people who are out here offering similar offers to me, that I should just give up now and stop wasting my time and my energy on this pointless dream, and that no one wants to hear from me and that I'm not relevant and that, you know, I'm out of touch and I'm boring and I'm losing my magic and I should just focus on my family and go back to the classroom and quit everything because it's too much work and I'm never going to get anywhere and I'm never going to make a real difference. And it's such a funny dichotomy in my brain. I guess we're jumping into the episode now. (laughs) It's such a funny dichotomy in my brain because lately I was talking to Dave and I've never felt so secure in my path before. I really feel like I'm doing what I'm meant to be doing, and I think this comes down a lot to the fact that I'm really feeling a lot more secure in my journey as a mother. I know before I had mentioned that I was really struggling to find out who I was as a mother and feel confident in my role and feel like I was doing a good job with Andrew, but lately I just really feel like we've gotten into a good groove and I love every second I spend with him. There is something so rewarding and fascinating about watching him learn, and it's something that I didn't really understand and could never understand until I became a mother myself. So hand in hand with just feeling extremely confident in this role that I've wanted my entire life and that I finally find myself in, I also feel extremely secure in my choice to stay out of the classroom, even though technically I would still be on my maternity leave right now, but in my choice to stay out of the classroom and pursue my business because things just seem to be falling into place. And I'm big on signs and reading into the universe and numbers that repeat and, oh, okay, if something's not working up, it's a roadblock, like clearly this is a sign, I need to change directions, whatever. 
but I just feel like with Camp Kinder, everything has been falling into place. Mind you, everything's been falling into place really slowly. I think I mentioned this in the last episode about Camp Kinder. I've never worked on something so slowly before. I've never kept something on the down low as long before, including when I was pregnant. So everything is sort of falling into place the way that it really feels like it's meant to be falling into place. So when I have those days where I'm working on Camp Kinder or I'm making a new product for a playful purpose and things are rolling and I feel my creative juices rolling and my mastermind group chat is, you know, everyone's blowing up and helping each other and we're having a great day with Andrew and I was able to get a workout in and all this stuff. It's a really big 180 when all of a sudden the next day or even honestly the next minute, that imposter syndrome creeps in and feels like just pushes me down. It really comes out of nowhere, it seems. And it's just this overwhelming looming shadow that really feels like it kind of takes my breath away and knocks me off my feet. And I think that I want to talk about this today because it's relatable to so many people in their life. Imposter syndrome is not just for business owners. It can be for you as a teacher. And this was really evident to me when I put that question box up on my Instagram. And a lot of people were just saying they didn't feel confident in their teaching. They wish they they felt more confident in advocating for themselves and their students and their pedagogy. And then I realized, yeah, a lot of us are feeling the same way where we just need to believe in ourselves a lot more in order to kind of squash that imposter syndrome. And what I've been noticing is that this imposter syndrome, even though it seems to come out of nowhere, It often honestly comes when I'm scrolling socials. And what I've found is that when I'm doing that mindless browsing and I come across someone who has a really amazing offer, or even like I see a really good Facebook ad, or I see someone's product and they're a lot newer than me, but their product is so much better than mine in in, in that moment in my mind, you know? That's when I get that imposter syndrome. And I think, ugh, I should just quit. I'm never going to be as good as this person that I'm looking at. And This always invites that inevitable comparison of highlight reels. Because at the end of the day, obviously what someone's putting out there on social media is thought out. Well, not obviously. Sometimes we see things that are not well thought out. But for the sake of this conversation, let's say people are putting out very purposefully what they want on social media. It is a highlight reel. And so when I'm comparing myself to that, well, I'm not seeing everything that went on behind the scenes. And I'm not seeing, quite frankly, their own imposter syndrome. And this is definitely a large part of why I always try and be as super honest as I feel I can be on social media. Because more and more people have been opening up to me in my DMs about how they feel like they shouldn't be a French teacher because their French isn't good enough. How they feel like they're not good at math and they don't want to teach math anymore. All these little things that can feel really big in the moment. So coming back to that kind of this phase in my life where I'm working so much on Camp Kinder... What I've noticed is that the more excited I am about a project and the more I believe in it, the more extreme these feelings of imposter syndrome can be. It's like the bigger my feelings of excitement are, the bigger my feelings of self-doubt are as well. So everything is just amplified. It was actually in a moment of extreme imposter syndrome and self-doubt that I put that question box up on social media a few weeks ago and I asked you guys how you were doing and how you felt about PD and how you felt about workshops and how you felt about teaching and what was the missing piece and what did you feel more confident in? And I was floored by how many responses I got. My question boxes often get quite a few responses, like probably in the 50, 60 responses. This one I had easily two to 300 on every single question box. People were ready to talk, they wanted to open up, and a lot of people were feeling the exact same thing. The feelings I was feeling of I'm not good enough, I'm not doing enough, someone else will do it better than me, this was not just about me. I'm not special. Everyone was feeling this way. And even though they can feel like they're coming out of nowhere, what I kind of came to realize is that they don't come from nowhere. 
They come from emotion. And this emotion, it's it's probably one that we've suppressed, like I just mentioned. I'm suppressing all those feelings and brushing them off with positivity, but then eventually they bubble up and they manifest as extreme feelings of self-doubt. It's a lot easier to target our anxieties at ourselves than it is to target our anxieties on the situation or other people or what's actually causing it. And I wish I could give you some magic solutions to work through these moments. Like I wish this episode was, and here's how I conquered my imposter syndrome. But I can't because I haven't. (laughs) And really the point of this episode is I just want you to know and remember that the next time you're feeling this way that I feel this way too. And you're definitely not alone. And even if I'm not showing it, I'm feeling it. But what I can tell you are some strategies I've been using that have been really helping in those moments. Because maybe you can try them and they'll help you too. One thing, this is actually something we do in the classroom, notice and name the learning. So I've applied that to myself in this situation. So what I'll do is I'll notice what's going on. I'll notice my feelings of imposter syndrome. I'll name them and I'll say, this is imposter syndrome. This is not how I really feel. This is not how other people really see me. Then I just accept it and try and move on. I think that it's a really underrated strategy to just notice what you're feeling, accept it, and then not even do anything about it. I don't need to try and change my feelings. I don't need to try and turn my day around or anything. I just need to accept it and move along. Another thing that's been really helpful is talking to my hype squad. So I've got a mastermind group with Amy and Amber, Brienne and Sarah, and they're always there to hype me up and remind me of all my reasons why and all the reasons why I need to keep pushing and why this path is right. And having this group of people that has been there all along, knows what's going on, sees the value and sees the worth of this event. And just in my general life, honestly, even in my personal life is so amazing because they'll always be there to remind me of what I already know. If you don't have a group like that, then message me. Like I'm, I will always be a hype girl. This is actually something I will never have imposter syndrome about. I am an amazing hype person. I'm the one who's always encouraging people to go for their dreams, to start that new project, to try something new. I'm here for it. So if you need someone, hit me up. The other thing I like to do is just take a beat, shower, walk, bake, something to reset, something to get me out of that funk and in that moment. But honestly, sometimes the only thing that's really going to work is a new day and I need to sleep it off and have a fresh start. I want to leave you with kind of one final note about this. And that's what I was mentioning at the beginning of the episode, how when I'm more aligned to a project, yes, the bigger that imposter syndrome feels from time to time, but also the easier it is to put that imposter syndrome to rest. And that's because when you find your why, you can remind yourself of that so easily. My why for Camp Kinder just rolls off the tongue and I can kind of slap that in the face of my imposter syndrome extremely easily. And that's what you need to find. You need to really sit down and think about your why and think about all of the amazing things that you've done so far. Even if they don't feel that amazing, trust me, they are. And I'll end it here with the famous words of Lizzie McGuire, and that is, you rock, don't ever change. And if you're ever feeling that imposter syndrome creeping in and you want to message me about it, go for it. If you're ever feeling that imposter syndrome and you just need to take a beat, do that. Just remember that you are doing exactly what you're supposed to be doing. You rock. Don't stray off your path. You've got this. And that brings us to the end of this episode of A Playful Podcast. Make sure you hit the subscribe button on whatever platform you're listening to so you don't miss the next episode. And until then, sparkle and shine.